Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. Tonight, we're a tripod. Hopefully, we'll get our fourth wheel here soon. Uh, tonight, we got Ryan, obviously, from Dangerous World. And I'm honored to have Andy. Andy, you are a busy man, my friend. You have the Deep Share podcast, Deep Healing podcast, Worship in the Storm podcast, yeah. and then uh, Roots of Creation also. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a little too busy. <laughs> I'm looking, man. Thanks I was for... like, because I was like, I remember because last time you were on with us, it was just Deep Share and you were working on uh, coming out with Worship in the Storm mm. uh, with Emmanuel. And yes. uh, I had it in my notes from last time. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, he's, he's got his podcast with his wife that I've heard. And I know <laughs> he's been doing work with uh, with Dan on all the language stuff. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, boy, that's a whole different rabbit hole. Yeah, that's How my favorite that one. <laughs> that stuff's it's it's uh it's slow. It's slow, especially like trying to get information from you know all different people speaking different languages than than, than us dumb Americans. I'm, I'm I only speak English, so a lot of this, a lot of the cool research that's really going on is closer to the origin of that thing over in Scandinavia, where there's a much larger group of supporters and. It's it's very intense. There's a lot of good information in there. It's really interesting to me about how it connects to other parts of history. That's like the most intense thing for me and how it kind of rewrites everything. It's interesting for sure, man. I mean, I get I get lost in some of the episodes because it's so deep. And yes, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I got to take a pause. I'll, I'll shut it off. I'll come back to it later because otherwise, man, it's just it's it's brain draining. Same for me. Absolutely. I mean, Dan and I will do a two and a half hour, three hour, just sit there and we're doing a new thing over on Patreon where we're like just researching and recording it and giving it out as like the kind of behind the scenes situation where we're like just going back and forth through book references and it's so much. So after that, it's pretty, whew, yeah, I got to take a complete breather and watch like some explosions, like, <laughs> like a Michael Bay movie or something, maybe an old John, you know, something to just completely go the other way, balance myself out a little bit. Cause yeah, it's very detailed, very, uh, yeah, just detailed, tedious work to look through. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting too. It, you know, it seems like you don't, you really don't push anything onto anybody. You kind of, you're really good at listening when it comes Thanks, to, man. yeah. I mean, like, like you had me on your show a while ago and um, it's, it's a skill dude. I think when to, to listen and then to come up with intelligent questions, there's so many people in this community right now that are trying to push their thoughts and, and, and their ideas on other people. And it's just, 
I got to commend you on that big time, dude. Well, th- I really appreciate that, Ryan, especially coming from you. You've been doing this a long time. You kick ass. At, oh, that's thanks. why I have you on, because I love all the deep dives you do. I would say that I do push my ideas. My idea is that everyone, every one of us knows what's going on. We just no one knows how to put it into language the right way. No one really has the ability to put our finger on it. The truth is right under our noses the whole time. No matter what level of reality we're talking about, we can go way off into outer space or psychedelica or ancient history and what they're hiding from us in plain sight. It's, it's all right there. And mm. we're just seeing it in different ways. And no matter how different people's theories are, I, I just I'm always trying to find a way to see it in a fractal way where it's it's like, OK, so you're talking about demonic possession, whereas I can see this as demonic possession. Sure, on one level of reality, but it's many other things like it could be severe, unbelievable depression or something else. These metaphors are used allegorically on one level that could be very physical on another. Well physical is one level. Right. So I, you know, it's, I just try to see things from all different perspectives and see if we can have a unified field without it actually looking unified. Cause mm. that's kind of how reality works. Right. Dude, there was, that's interesting. You say that. Cause there was, I, I don't know if you guys have listened to the conspiracy show with Richard Sirrett. It's a really cool kind of Canadian dude. Um, just kind of goofs around and, and has some really good episodes and topics. But he had some dude on, at least I heard it today. I don't know when they talked, but he was saying anytime you're sick or anytime you have some sort of, uh, you know, arthritis or you have some heart issue or you've got the flu like I probably have right now, Mm. um, you know, that's some sort of spirit that's fucking with you. And I thought that was really interesting because you can't disprove it. I've never seen a virus. You know what I mean? I've never seen bacteria. Um, but I, I know the bacteria. Well, I guess I've seen bacteria, but, I, you know, you never know what's actually causing these things. Um, I always thought it was brucella after my research. <laughs> but, you know, it, it just it's like, dude, what you know, you, like I, that's the coolest shit, man. And it's fun to evolve, um, you know, when you're doing your research. You know, I was real big into like the hat conspiracies, you know, 9-11 fucking chemtrails, all these things. Right. And now I'm really into secret societies, but I'm kind of leaning more into that occult stuff now just because you can't stick to one thing. You know what I mean? So it just gets to be real fun to look into all this shit. And it's also so connected, you know, from one to the other. You just It's kind of like you're descending those layers anyway. You know, you're just picking sure. through like, OK, so up here it's doing this and down here it's doing this. And, you know, the, the secret societies and how it's all tied into everything else. And the occult, it's one, it's like a revolving door right there, right? Oh, sure. So it's kind of all always been that. It's always their obsession or their use of magic or something on one level or another. But what's magic, right? It's just something that's hidden from you. Right. Right. Well, it's something that's hidden from you. And when it's revealed, you understand how it fits the greater picture. So it's no longer magic. It's revealed. So the occult meaning hidden and the idea of magic itself, at least the way they use it, sleight of hand, you know, uh, disassociation and misassociation, these tactics, there's it's just something hidden. That's all it is. It's almost like 
it's not magic at all because we're the only ones that can do that shit. We're the only ones that can make this shit happen where they have to constantly piggyback off us in everything. So they're not mm. creators. We're the only ones doing magic. And where Making do you think podcasts. the magic disappeared though? You know, because what you hear in, 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 you know, lots of tales and stories are magic of old, right? That was real tangible magic that these people could do. And, and it seemed to have disappeared at some point along the way. And, and I wonder sometimes if people think that, you know, A, is it real? And B, when did it disappear and how and why? And that's, you know, kind of the eternal question, right? Mm, I guess if we're talking like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, like lasers coming out of wood sticks and things like that, I think we're, I, I this is just my take. I think, we're always taking that at a very physical materialistic level um, just similar to the matrix simulation idea, right? We're always picturing what Keanu Reeves and all of them put in our heads, computers, evil ego computers. You know what I mean? It's, it's much more conscious based, right? Yeah. It's, it's you playing the tricks on yourself when it all comes down to it. And you're like, Oh shit, I was running my own conspiracies on myself the whole time. You know, it's, it's way weirder than we think it is. So I don't know if that answered a question, but going back to what you were saying before. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I was going to ask too. I didn't want to bring up something that's just completely in the mainstream. Did you guys see this whole bullshit with Will Smith? And ah, oh, you did it. I have to do because... it. I was going to try and see if we could go the whole show without mentioning the bullshit Oscars. It was like, ah, <laughs> oh. but you know what? The reason why I bring Give it another up, click. <laughs> the reason why I bring it up, dude, is because it was so fucking staged. Yeah. And I just want people to know that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The whole purpose of it was to for this. Yeah. Why would anyone talk about the Oscars other than that? Because yeah. nothing of mention worth noting happened other than that. It was all yeah. set up. And they don't care if we're talking about it as it's a setup and it's fake or if we're talking about it like you're appalled that he did it or, oh, Chris Rova. It doesn't matter what's where you fall on the spectrum as, and what, as long as you're talking about it like we are right now. <laughs> and what does it do, Andy? It's another dividing point, right? Because you have those too. who are standing yes. by Chris Rock and now you're having those that are standing by Will Smith. And now you have to pick a team. It's another, you know, you have to pick a team and you can't be neutral on this because if you do, uh, oh, then you're out. <laughs> it's so funny because they're both owned and yeah. everyone in Hollywood is owned. And they're all like, it's so funny that they're creating this. This is just like. I don't know. Apparently there was like a Kanye Drake beef a while back. And then recently I just saw an ad like featuring Kanye and Drake. I'm like, oh yeah, good job. You pulled it off. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, the there was a really, the there was a really good thing between them. It was kind of, it started with Pusha T and Pusha T is this, uh, Pusha T is pretty dope actually, but he was talking shit about, uh, he, he, this dude is the one that exposed that Drake had a kid with a French hooker, basically, you know what I mean? And um, no one knew that Drake had a kid. And then this dude starts talking about it. And then apparently, like, you know, Drake banged Kim Kardashian, some shit like that. And so it just it just snowballed, dude. But yeah, man, all these things happen for money. Right. And then there's some I think that, you know, I don't know if it's all just about a in like a attention going on to the, the the individuals. But in the off chance that this isn't you know, a complete setup thing. If Will Smith did have a breakdown, dude, 
that Jada Pinkett chick, she looks like a demon to me. She's like, a witch. She's, yeah, yeah. That was my witch, other take bro. on it too. I was telling my wife, I'm like, all right, if this if this was real, yeah, it's not. But if it was real, let's play. Let's play pretend, Andy, and we'll yeah, pretend it's play real. Pretend it's real. The only thing that they're showing us. Or, well, no, they're not showing us anything. It's real. Like, see, my mind just goes there, right? No, yeah. okay. If it's on face value, it's real. Then Jada is someone important and high up or something or ranked or whatever is going on there. Because that was, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I can't even fathom it being real. Is that weird? It was no. two actors acting. It was three well, actors that's the, acting. That's the thing. If you were to see something like that, if someone could pull off a legitimate looking slap, it's an action actor like Will Smith and a comedian that's been hitting movies before. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, well, and we saw what happens in reality when when somebody really does hit somebody, Ryan, down in Miami, when uh, Masvidal yeah. attacked Co Covington and knocked out a couple teeth. Yeah. You know, right. so do we think that's fake? Because those guys are high paid actors, too. No, high -paid no, no, entertainers. I don't think that's fake at all. See, so where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line between Colby Covington being being set up? Right. And being real and Will Smith, obviously different, different realms, right. Different, different areas of entertainment. But where do you draw that line? You know, because you're very convinced that it was real, Matt. And that's interesting. Why you don't think it was. I'm not even familiar no with the example you guys are talking about. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. I know that obviously the one we're talking about with Will Smith, but not this other thing. Oh, yeah, two UFC fighters. They, they fought uh, a couple weeks ago and, and one of them dominated the match. And then they're both from Miami and, and the guy who won was out with a couple guys. And as he's leaving, he gets jumped by the other guy and a bunch of his guys who are all wearing hoods and masks. And he sucker punched him and got a couple oh. shots in, knocked out a couple teeth and, uh, so the other, the, the guy that got beat up, pressed charges and, you know, now there's like people going after him saying, oh, you should never press charges. You know, nobody should fight him anymore. Like that's what Khabib came out and said. So mm, that's it's interesting. interesting. And it Ryan, is. so Ryan, you, do you think that was set up? Do you think that was just for TV? Dude, that one's that one I'm on the fence about. And I'm on the fence about this Will Smith shit, too, to be clear, I because I, I never think that that um, like for me personally, I try to never be like 100 percent. You know, this is what's going on. Um, but yeah, man, um, he was with Bob Mennery, who is the the, the voice of uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. Yeah. He's hilarious, by the way. Um, and also the fucking uh, full send guys. Right. The ne the Nelt kids or whatever the fuck yep. they're called. So these are all high profile people. Um, yeah, Masvidal did get his ass worked in that. He didn't really get fucked up. I mean, it was just a dominant performance. You know, Cov Covington's a superior wrestler. But, dude, um, it's interesting to me. You know what I mean? They were best friends. It's a great story. You know what I mean? Well, one they, of they the things roommates. that Masvidal's known for is sucker punching people. And he's yeah, bragged he about that. it before on, on camera. So... Yeah. So this is my take from someone that doesn't watch the UFC, but just from the outside perspective of all of this context of fake versus real, you know, when it comes to all of it, I think a lot of times it's hard to see where it's fake because all of it is fake on one level or another, but there can totally be independent fights that aren't rigged and stuff like that and situations that happen in real life with people in the, the public eye, I think. But at the same time, like, yeah, 
at some level it's rigged. Like, like, I don't know, was this guy groomed to fight that way and sucker punch? Who knows? You know what I mean? Like it can go into different realms of where they're controlled, where the control is. It could be very simple. could be complex. You know what I mean? It could be just down to like, yeah, like they only pick, they only make famous people that they know they can really get into extreme situations and stuff like that. I mean, that would be a very general thing, right? Still control. It's still making it art, making a, an artificial situation, just like any reality TV show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When baseball teams are stacked, like when, <laughs> when it does, when home teams don't exist, you know what I mean? It's all not real. Yeah. On one level, at least. It just surprised me that that you were very convinced that it's fake, Matt, just because usually you are kind of like, oh, dude, yeah, that was bullshit. You know what I mean? So it, it's interesting to me. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, who fu- who fucking knows? Who I'm not knows? the uh, Will Smith slap. No, <laughs> yeah. we were we were kind of tying that in with uh, the Colby Covington, George Mosfidal thing. Oh, yeah. Um you know, it's just beef. I mean, these honestly, a lot of these kind of guys, they're just hardcore adrenaline junkies. And um, with Masvidal and the sucker punching, he's just from the streets, man. Like, yeah. he grew up uh, being a street fighter. And in those kind of situations, you have to be, like, dirty. It, You yeah. know, like, I, I say, you know, they're talking about people, oh, there's no honor in kicking people while they're down and blah, blah, blah. It's like, man, honestly, like, in a lot of those situations, your best choice is just to run because you don't know who's got a gun. You don't know who's got a knife. His buddy's standing behind you. <laughs> so yeah. you got to fight dirty. You just got to be like, honestly, me, like I'm kicking nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, gou- I'm gouging eyes, man. You're doing what you got to do face. to get out. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a street fight, it's different, but. Yeah, so yeah, sports dude. like that attract people like that, right? I mean, it gives them a comforting place where they can turn their aggression into something that will make them tons of money. And this, and this. so I mean, on one level, sure, it's all fake, no matter what you do, because it's part of this fake ass system. You know, uh, look at John Jones; he's like one of the best uh, UFC fighters ever. Like, um, he was a champion, you know, multi, you know, just undefeated. And what was he doing with this money? He was hanging out and alleyways late at night shooting guns with homeless people pounding beer yeah. his brother got caught like running around the street naked you know just, like, yeah. <laughs> just all laced out yeah i don't know what he was on but he's just running around the cops got him it's like dude <laughs> and his bro- brothers are both you know nfl players yeah Talk about a lot team. of those guys at that level man they're just out of their mind and you have to kind of be crazy to get there you know oh yeah oh man i think the opposite exactly. dude i think so many of those guys are so well trained like they're so collected you know what i mean you get your 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 one-offs like mcgregor who's a total piece of shit and then you get like you know <laughs> I, John. now Jones. there's more there's more mcgregors than you know of well like i mean like make even it like to the, the big time Oh, well, for I'll say, sure. I'm talking like one of the most uh, like Dustin Poirier, like dudes, dudes got it together. He's squared away, yeah, but he, he do, still yeah. grew up on the streets, you know, getting into yeah. street fights, like ta- talking stories. Dudes would come over to house and challenge. You just go outside and beat their ass and go back in. Yeah. yeah. We're really talking about someone that's above the influence of the programming or not really. Yeah. One way or the other. Huh. One fighter goes one way, or the other, you know, one way or the other. Yeah. 
That's interesting. Takes the meditative higher route and stays true to martial arts or gets all the, the fame and glory and starts, you know, causing horrible scenes around tour buses and shit like that. Yeah, it's yeah. what's your drive? Because, you know, some people, they fight for, uh, you know, whatever different reasons but then you think about uh the best boxer of all time arguably uh floyd mayweather he fought for the money yep. <laughs> that was his driving well, yeah. i mean you get ron you get that in. you get you get people that fight for their family right and fight yep. for a living and then there's people that are just fighting for the money and fame and and right. they're not they're going to be honest about it and that's what they're going for and, i'm sure in the other categories like fighting for your family or your country look at mcgregor right i mean that can get rowdy too, but those dudes that are just staying true to like what the friggin' martial arts taught them from the beginning, those guys are just going to remain that way. And you can kind of see them. I don't, again, I don't watch it, but when I have like, uh, there's a couple individuals you see that are just, they're unwavering. They're not there to stand out for doing it for anything, but just doing it because martial arts is what they do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, then there's a psychopaths like Mike Tyson, dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, there is. He never, took every path. <laughs> I don't think there will ever be another fighter like that ever in, in any sport. There's something very special about that, dude. Wasn't he world champion at, at fucking 18? Well, it's so due to his broken home is a lot of it. You know, he was in and out of orphanages. He was fighting, you know, for his life a lot of the times from oh, yeah. very young, like ridiculously eight, nine years old. Yeah. And then he got adopted by Customato as a teenager and brought in. And he was a prodigy, though. I mean, he there's something weird yeah, about I mean, that. He, dude. he yeah. was, and it was kind of a perfect match. You know, him finding Cuss was meant to be. And they built something great. And then once Cuss died, he he went off the tracks. And then he was what under, about the uh, the mind control stuff that Cuss was doing with him? Do you know about that? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. He was he was doing all sorts of mind training and. And one of the things that people don't understand about Tyson is, is because of that training that, that Cuss gave him, he was deep into film. He would watch, he would just sit there and watch hours and hours of boxing film. He would, he is a, like a boxing savant when it comes down to it. It's, it's unbelievable. That yeah. dude's complex, man. I mean, he's doing DMT and talking about God now too. So it's like, he's, He's taken every path. He seems to be coming out of this whole experience as a pretty righteous dude. It's cool yeah, to see. And I don't, you know, I, I, I often now wonder about that whole thing that happened with, uh, you know, with the trial and everything in Indianapolis and whether that mm. was a setup or not. You know, knowing what we know now, was that like his sacrifice? You know, he had to give that up and restart again. And, mm. and because that just, I don't know, it was, it was odd timing. And, and something around it. I just remember as a kid watching that trial, it was just something was off about it. Hmm. Well, did he just got a gun pulled on him in a comedy club in L.A.? Did you see that? No. Yeah, and he gave the dude a hug. I mean, like just to talk <laughs> about just to talk about, you know, being righteous and shit like some dude pulls a gun on this motherfucker. And I mean, he uh, dude, I'll still take my money's on Tyson. If yeah. You know, some dude pulls a gun. I, I my money's on Tyson still. Yeah. Dude, yeah. And you be ready to pull that trigger. That's all I'm going to say. Because, damn, Mike Tyson, you're going to pull a gun on Mike Tyson. That's while terrifying. he's on while he's on stage at some comedy club, dude. And then like they end up hugging later. You know what I mean? It's just it's wild. You know, like he's, he's biting ears off and shit. And then right. later he's he's hugging people that pull guns where he's he could rightfully kill the guy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, dude, he has taken multiple paths in life and it's it's crazy 
Yeah, it's good to see that kind of trajectory. I mean, fine, you know, if go to the extreme that it's all fake and they're it's all set up. It's still nice to see those kinds of stories, you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than the train wrecks and the the disasters and the yeah, you stories. see the far too many gone too soon's, right? You know, right. Or, or or if only that those guys. There's mm-hmm. there's way too many of those. Speaking of which, what about Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters? Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's just that's a really and Ron, I'm glad I, I know you're into symbolism and stuff like that there's all sorts of ties to thelema in this and and 93 and really uh, all sorts of numerology yeah um yeah i saw something about 93 i don't actually know too much about it but you know i go with the whole uh 90 uh block yeah. because that goes in with the whole uh pythagoras thing 90 degree angles and things like that like you think like why do they call it degrees <laughs> it's because it's like a geometrical you know it's 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 pattern sometimes they say degrees like creed you know but it's really um because they say like uh uh there's like the whole 36 thing the 360 and then you go into the 720 basically like you ascend through and you do the shadow work that you make a 360 degree turn and then you uh from there you evolve and and ascend but then see the thing is is once you ascend to a certain level, you realize you can, you just keep going up and up and up. What are you going to do? That what's the point there? You know, and then you have to come back down. So that yeah. brings you back into the middle, and that creates like the infinity symbol. Because um, like uh, that's that's the thing with the um, spirit, the spiritual movement, the new age movement, and stuff like that is uh, it becomes an ego thing. It's like you're more. Uh, you know, you're more spiritual, you got these gifts or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then it creates this, um, this chamber system kind of like, uh, with the Jedi from star Wars, you know, you know, uh, how they, um, were were religious zealots and they, they think, you know, Oh, I got all the answers, you know, we're just going to do it our way, you know, the, the only way. So that shows how groups who at the core are good through their own, like, ego in their position end up messing the whole thing up because if you think even if you think about it with the uh you know we're jesus and the priest kings you know the priest rulers of those times you know the priests are pretty much ruling things and um this guy comes around and says hey you know this is how you get to god and you don't you don't need anything you know and um so what we see here with the catholic church and everything like that uh is um uh they're taking something positive and basically just bringing bringing it back to how it used to be you know like jesus is the is the guy who washed his feet but the majority of people in the world who probably are even christian they they think of like worshiping jesus you know like worshiping him like how they how the pope is worshiped when I bet if Jesus was around, he'd be like, yo, chill out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, but I don't know why I went into that. I guess I start off with the 93 and the numbers. <laughs> just that was pretty go. sweet, man. I like that. <laughs> it had to go through up there. But yeah, um, with him, I heard he was uh, against the COVID stuff. That's kind of like the little theories I heard, the Taylor Hawkins. Hmm. And um, he only was fully vaccinated because Dave Grohl kind of like wanted everyone to be or whatever yeah 
And he's an interesting one too, with his whole six, six, six productions. And, you know, he's got ties to Kurt Cobain and now this, and it's like, he played the devil in the tenacious D movie too. I don't know if you guys saw that Mm -hmm. beautiful, absolutely epic movie. (laughs) Well, dude, if you look at it, like videos of them, you know, with Nirvana, people would always say how funny he was because he would be like staring at the screen with like a blank stare and just staring yeah. with his eyes yeah, wide yeah. open. And people would be like, look how funny he is. But it's like, dude, I mean, maybe he's not joking. Maybe he's just fucking fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a weird thing that he was always doing. You know what I mean? There's the great, um, you know, unplugged, I think it was a VH1. Um, mm-hmm, and, VH1. and dude, I mean, Kurt Cobain, by the way, I mean, talking about gone too soon i mean one of the fucking best great greatest musicians of all time um what a sacrifice that would have been you know what i mean if if we're talking about this kind of shit mm-hmm. and dude even in that i mean dave Grohl just looks off you know over there on the drums fucking around you know what i mean um he's got some musical talent no doubt but the dude is weird as fuck he's gotten so much weirder too it's it's bizarre for a long time i kept telling people that he was like the paul mccartney of our generation because he could play everything he produces everything he was like the mind behind the food fighters like very much paul has kind of led that career i'm not i mean i know he's in a class all his own when it comes to fame and everything but still it's like this every man musician kind of producer uh publicist he is the face of the band he's and that's how paul eventually kind of so that was always the comparison i made with with dave grohl on a smaller scale like he's this powerhouse of music whether i'm really into his music or not dude's a powerhouse and now my view on him is just bizarre i don't Mm. understand where he's what he's doing or why he's doing it and then of course the musician thing really hit me hard to find out how many people didn't give a fuck about rock and roll. You know, they weren't rebels. They were just signed on to be rebels at the right time when the machine wanted to create a bunch of lost teens that were rebels without a cause. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, you look at Rage Against the Machine and all of them, you know, forcing everybody to get vaccinated to come see them and all that kind of shit. It's just, I don't even know why we should be looking at them anymore at all well the I mean, 90s they're just Andy, public, right? they're symbols now the 90s was like the corporatization of music the right. 80s you, you was kind of still had a chance but then the 90s the only way you were getting anywhere was was you were owned and right. and they took advantage of it with a lot of these bands uh, video killed the radio star yeah for sure that helped along the way consolidation of power and influence and all that video may have killed the music industry because it gave oh, think yeah. about the power that they were able to consolidate through videos now and the ability to get you on tv and think about mtv headquarters it's a masonic lodge yeah so that's weird. well you get the you get the the same people that are owning the, the tv channels as they own the record labels too. You know what I mean? So yeah, to your point and the eighties, like the cocaine cowboy shit. I mean, that built the whole idea of like, lose your morals and then go into music. And then, you know, to to your point too, Andy, you know, they were making all these rebels with rock. Now they're making a bunch of fake gangsters with rap music. You know what I mean? And hip hop. 
and, and it shows and, it now. It's not even like the gangsters that we grew up with, like legit oh, talking yeah. about killing and doing drugs. It's this mumble rap nonsense that are these like fake gangsters. It's ridiculous. Their real lives are the theater where they're violent and shit. Their music is garbage. Y'all remember uh, Three Six Mafia? Yep. Of course, dude. Big fan, actually. I, I just like saw GCG. a video uh, with Country Black today on like that Vlad TV, and it brought me back to like the old school conspiracy videos. But he was talking about how uh, he actually met the devil in real life, and he's like, "Yo, the devil's not like that dude you see in that little Nas video, that that little Nas X video where he's like right. a red guy. He's like yeah. the devil will come and, sh- and look like a regular human being, dude. He's like he just comes in like whatever shape he wants to come in, but he'll just come in there looking like a regular human being." I love the like, oh, go ahead. country black, but that's crazy. Country black actually said uh, he's seen the devil and he said, uh, you know, because his, you know, he was able to walk in the devil's den, but he still uh, was able to get out of it. So he can kind of tell you how that shit goes down. Like, I, I love that kind of shit about the uh, rapper conspiracy theories and stuff. That was kind of like when I first got into conspiracy theories, that's what I was like really looking into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that shit with crazy bone reading his uh his confession letter of what he has known of course he didn't really confess any names or anything so it's i don't know it's weird but that was some have y'all heard shit. about the uh gay mafia and the rap rap gay mafia or whatever oh yeah dude yeah. there there's a uh, one video was, i can't remember the two guys but it was it's a youtube video i can look it up but um they say how it goes down right is once you get to a certain level they'll invite you to a party and then you come you come over to the party and you're hanging out and stuff like that. And they'll say, hey, let's go to this back room. Everyone's like, okay, let's go to the back room. And you go back there. And then that's when they'll drug you, do something, do something weird, get you on camera doing something weird. You know what I mean? Those back rooms. And, uh, and then you get initiated to the club. And he was talking about how, like, his cousin, who's like a model dude, didn't believe him. And he went to one of these parties one time. And that happened. He, you know, rode out and was like, man. <laughs> so it's like, it, and um, it makes you wonder, like, uh, you know, uh, have y'all ever heard the Lavender Mafia stuff? No. Nah. Yeah, supposedly there's like gay gangs like, and that has to do with the whole uh, Italian, you know, the uh, Vatican and stuff like that and why they go after little boys. I mean, this is a little hardcore stuff. I don't know if I should be going this far. <laughs> <laughs> That's some I don't know if I should be going this far. But I mean, I mean, hey, man, you got, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And when you think about it, man, they're always going after uh, uh, young boys. You know what I mean, dude? I follow church. Yeah, there's a couple Instagram accounts that go into that kind of shit so deeply, and they have you know, it's like the name and then the number like eight, nine, ten, because they're constantly getting removed off of Instagram. It's like the amount of shit that most of us in this community, honestly, we're not talking about because it's way too hard for even (laughs) us to look at a lot of times. I mean, at least for me, I, I'll admit, like, sometimes the truth can can wait or <laughs> it's just too much. Like, I can generally say, like, there is some dark shit going on, but I can't I can't even stomach it half the time, you know. And some that's the, the problem. That's, Honestly, that's that's the problem, because uh, when you tell the reason why this stuff isn't getting the exposure, it should be getting is because a, the normal person cannot stomach the content. Exactly. You know, it's dirty yeah. and they don't even want to think about it. So yeah, we could say no that exposure. about the uh, general idea of pedophilia, right? Like you can't bring that up on a, on a scary level to anybody. Cause instead of going, 
that's a big accusation. That's a lot to take in. It's, it's fear instead. It's absolute fear, right? It's like, oh my God, no. They reject the idea entirely out of their consciousness because it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, it's not shit that you can talk about at the dinner table. Well, that's I mean? for it's, sure. <laughs> it's stuff that it's it's too too uh, yeah, it's too dark and, and too deep. I feel that's why a lot of this stuff, the real stuff, comes from people who were in that life and they're getting they have their moment of redemption. Because even like who is it, Paul or Peter? He actually went around, he killed Christians, he tortured them and shit, and then he had his you know moment with God, and he ended up you know being crucified in the, in the name of a religion of people he used to murder you know? yeah <laughs> and uh and um you know that's what uh, like jfk jfk was definitely in all that shit man he was definitely a part of all that satanic rituals and shit like that you know with the q people yep. being his leader but yep. mate, he had that moment he's like man you know he's he's doing it for the greater good you know step stepped up to the plate and you know, they struck him out. Well, there's different <laughs> factions, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I'm finding are two, but I don't think they're even two. I think it's just, I don't know. It's, it's just it's one a lot that's of, split it's so that weird to make it look like two, right? Andy? Try, try and trying to go back as far as we can and like not just using box saga, but the stories from Finland and the Vinamonen mythologies out there mixed with a lot of stuff from Ireland and Scotland and Europe and all the different things that we know you go back far enough. And yeah, it seems like what we're seeing is some kind of playing out of these two forces at work. One loves the natural world and the natural order of things. And the other side wants this artificial life, this artificial thing going on, which is attached to, uh, you know, uh, uh, lo- uh, what's, what's bleh, sorry guys. It's attached to like laziness and convenience and they don't want to do any of the work. They want it to be done by machines now, but by people before, you know, that side of things where the other side is this, you know, you look at it like the heathen side, the pagan side where it's all natural. It's all about the, the earth energies when it really comes down to it in the, in that realm of things. And it's kind of, it looks like two, but I think it's one full system of, of original people that have splintered off in belief systems. I think they believe different things or they feel differently about their place here as the ones who are knowledgeable about how everything was in motion. Was there, was there something that caused that split, Andy, that you found? Not yet. But yeah. we're getting I think we're getting close to at least the fables and the stories and the names and the sounds that are associated with it. Um, and of course, if you went just to box saga, you'd be talking, yeah, specifically about a certain mythology. And I'd rather not say that in regards to like the whole picture. But I think they have a lot of it right over there for sure. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pieces missing. And um yeah, it's, it's just a lot to get into for sure. I mean, go down a lot of different ways. Wouldn't there almost have to be a third? You know, if you're talking about those two, wouldn't there have to be a third where it's like they just want everything gone, everything destroyed? Yes. And in that case, there's a fourth and a fifth. And, you know, the, okay. the branch, the, I would say the original branching is probably the most important aspect of it because it's when one becomes two. Gotcha. Everything. That's one dimension versus two dimensions. So, I mean, 
everything really changes there. But of course, it's it's exponential, right? Mm. It, it always grows outward. So I think, and I also am starting to think that a good portion of what we're experiencing is a massive game of telephone, the amnesia side of it, the less conspiratorial side where things have been muddied and mingled and the languages have been tossed around. But the problem with that, you can't go 100% on that because at some point, Maybe at the beginning, maybe at whatever, someone, some group does know how everything fell into pieces and fell apart and went back together. They have at least had it under control demolition for a certain amount of time, it seems. Whereas, you know, for the most part, it's like they took advantage of how history depletes knowledge and memory goes away. I mean, it's just amazing how many people didn't remember and felt shocked when a lot of us were sharing pictures of picket signs against Fauci from the eighties that didn't exist anymore to a lot of people. You can take a couple generations and suddenly orphan trains, you know what I mean? It's gone. So a lot of it can be amnesia along with a very controlled operation. Yeah, dude, it really makes it seem like there's no way that this exponential jump in technology can be sustained by these elites, right? Because we weren't able to share that information even from the 80s. I mean, you know, the the, the signs, as you say, of, of people picketing Fauci and, and his right. undertakings. Dude, you know, in the 1920s and like, you know, the you know, when when the mud flood and all this stuff was going on, too, even like further back, dude, you're not no one is able to share that information, even if they survived any of that, you know what I mean? Because it's only going as far as you can speak it. There weren't right. phones. There weren't things to, to share this information. Maybe there were, I don't know, but you know, it's just like, dude, when there's internet, when there's TikTok and Snapchat and all this shit, does anyone use Snapchat anymore? Even I, that's <laughs> kind of died off. Hasn't it? Know. So, I mean, dude, it's just kind of interesting that, you know, with the technology, the way that it is, dude, there's it's not sustainable to try and smother information. Too oh, much cr- information gets out right now. And it's crazy, too, that they would have they would have taught they would have known that they if they anticipate everything. Right. They anticipate the fact at some point that, man, we're going to give them the Internet. Uh, all right. Here goes. Yeah. You know, like we're going to give the people that are going to expose this and expose that. So at what level are things fake? Because if they're allowing everything to come out, then the revelation is part of the situation. It's got to be really part of weird. The, it's just got to be part of the plan. They're probably testing to see how far this can go. Because, Matt, do you think that the Internet was around like during the mud flood times and shit? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it looks like there was some sort of communication that they had, but you, we can't really tell what it was. I feel yeah, like the internet's I mean, a fabrication of what we could probably potentially do naturally together that we've been blocked and viciously stunted for thousands of years or hundreds or whatever. Yeah, and not not only stunted, but the the architecture was stunted as well. That's exactly. you know, and that's kind of the the outside, that's part of the battery, right? Yes, Everything... and matching this temple to the macro temple, the the you know, it's it all exactly. worked together. Yep, all through the ether. You know, working, working with the ether in, in conjunction with, you know, natural ley lines, natural earth energy. Uh, you know, you look at a lot of the, the, the layouts and designs of, of a lot of the architecture. I mean, I've, I've been reading a book about uh, France and a lot of their architecture layout is is 
he's saying it's synergistic, you know, it's, it's meant to, to work uh, together, not only to, you know, as a, as a battery almost in a sense, but there's, there's ley lines that line up. There's all sorts of um, uh, interstellar things, you know, constellations that line up with it too. And they think there's a lot of power in that. I mean, you look at the, like the pyramids, right? You have, you have the pyramids in Egypt that have the same setup as the pyramids in Mexico, as the same setup as the pyramids in China. And they're basically almost on the same line. Um, so there, there's something to it, you know? And, and I, think, I think that's been the biggest thing they've stunted. And, and we've seen it with the destruction of the infrastructure that's kind of the last piece of it that they were able to, you know, that they've destroyed right in front of us over the last 150 years, 175 years or so. Right. Right. And now it yeah. seems that, yeah, go ahead, Rob. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say like, uh, as far as like the old uh, ancient tech, you know, like I could definitely see it. Like if they, if we're just assuming they had uh, understanding of the same stuff that Tesla, you know, the electromagnetism, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they would have definitely had some sort of a long distance tele telecommunication tele you know a communication or teleportation. Yeah. yeah, just like communication. They, they they understand they understood all the stuff now, but maybe it wasn't like how it is now, like so dirty. You know what I mean? Maybe it was just more used in, in direct terms. Mm. Because like with technology, that's the bad thing about having so much, is it makes us docile. Like, um, you know, I, I talk about this book a lot, uh, Childhood's End by Arthur C. Clarke. Yes. And, uh, yeah, like, um, you know, the, uh, the, these reptilian species or whatever, they come to Earth and they give you a world peace. They give you all uh, the knowledge, and everything. Everything's great, you know, but that's the thing. Like, people stop striving for more. And that's, that's when it kind of ends, you know, like with, with everything in the world, even down to like anebas and stuff like that, they need to fight. You need, yeah, there's needs struggle. to be some sort of conflict or struggle to keep Contract. the progression going. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, dude, like no matter which direction it seems like humanity would go in, there's at the end of it, there's going to be an overstimulation of some sort. It seems right. I mean, like, like, you know, with Rome, so much pleasure to the point where it's like dude no one was getting anything done right everyone i mean even the who was it narrow or like they were just dressing up and going out and beating homeless people up and shit in the street right was that narrow that was doing that roman coliseum i'm not sure exactly probably yeah, yeah probably most likely. i mean and well, so like if we were to go the other way it would just be an overstimulation in some other sense right i mean yeah. it just seems like that's kind of in humanity's uh, like deeper DNA is like, let's just take this to the farthest. And then we'll, we'll, you know, there's a golden zone, right? Like a Goldilocks type area where people are, are really thriving and there's jumps in technology and life expectancy. And then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, now you got Elon Musk trying to put chips in people's brains so that they can communicate telepathically. And you know what I mean? And then that's not going to be good, dude. You know? So I don't know. It's the Ouroboros. It's the snake eating its own tail. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's also uh, Narcissus from Greece who, you know, go. What is it? What happens to him? He, He dies from like looking at himself and starves to death or something like that for vanity it's like it becomes it's it eats itself it's it's ridiculous it's the ring yes it's the ring bringing it back to box saga <laughs> yeah hmm. 
And you know, you know, Tolkien was obsessed with Finnish mythology too. Yes, <laughs> and he talks a lot about things, languages, things like that. Interesting that he made his own. He's a treasure trove of interesting knowledge. That man was. Well, that's that why I like track. Nico Tolkien, and Nico yeah. and Randy are diving into uh, into the Lord of the Rings on uh, yes. Update Unconventional. So oh, yeah. that's going to be a fun one because I, I, I for one, I've never read any of books. I've watched part of the movies, but you expect me to sit down for three hours in a row. I, I, I dude, I can't do that. I can get like 12 I, so hours tried, of movies. What's that? It's like 12 hours of movies, dude. I think, oh, at I, least. Yeah. There's <laughs> like six or seven movies. I want to <laughs> ask Dan Unaki if he and I should do like a recap of all three movies and show all the shit from box saga in each one that Tolkien wow. was trying to tell us. Yeah. Cause I, th I think it's like littered with it, man. All three of them, the whole the whole thing, I just call it Lord of the Ringlands now. Cause it's just all symbolism for older shit. It's nuts, man. The elves, the everything, man. It's so cool. Dude, you know, it'd be such a great episode is to take Lord of the Rings and, and like take Kyle um, from conspiracy in the force and yeah. do those two epic nerd sagas and just go head to head with those and do parallels to them and everything. Yes. Yeah, that'd be man. a fucking epic little series. We yeah, Kyle and I were talking that. about doing oh. the like a Game of Thrones one with a few people and we just never got around to it. But that's still something that would be very interesting to explore, especially the Nordic northern legends and everything. Oh, yeah. And the southern ones. I think they do it all. I think George R.R. He's got his he's got his finger on something. Yeah. yeah, the fire and the ice, you know, and that goes with how like uh, there's all there's that, that red and blue symbolization, uh, symbolism. Yes, and that goes in with the whole uh, magnetism stuff too, you know, because the magnets, you know, are made red and blue. Mm -hmm. and, That's a good point. And uh, I was gonna say about how like um, you were saying, Matt, about how everything is like uh, how around the world uh, they have they all have like the same thing going on. And stuff like that is because that goes down. That's why like numbers is always like used in occult shit and stuff like that. And all their all their stuff is because like um, the numbers are what they are. Right. Like you just use a symbol for it, like you know, to clean it up or whatever. And um, back in the day, they didn't have zero because uh, the understanding is that uh, zero means nothing. It's just like the empty space and stuff like that has no. It has no effect on the physical reality. Yes. But that's but when you actually look into it, nothingness does affect the physical reality. It's the paradox. You're talking about that paradox where it's like it's nothingness, but it's in, it's pregnant with every possibility. Yeah. And it makes way for everything to exist. It's the light and dark. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, and that's what the uh, with the numbers stuff, you know, that that's kind of what it shows, you know, like the break. The breakdown is I'm not like twisting it up i'm just you know showing you how it all comes down to the middle you know it's, it's going to do that no matter how you symbolize it and stuff and and it um it's crazy the kind of stories it tells and and you know i took like i don't know if you you've seen you've seen that uh with like i did like the four columns of numbers or whatever yeah, yeah. I, and in nine uh, within nine space blocks nine numbers and um it, it spaced it out and then it made uh, 13 points and those 13 points created two, uh, like, you know, geometric shapes that uh, shows two pyramids. Like, it's like you're looking at the top of a pyramid 
and then also seeing a pyramid uh, up the the right way, you know, like a pyramid within a pyramid. Mm-hmm. And, it, and uh, also, if you uh, look within that, you'll see that the Lima symbol. So it makes you it makes you wonder if if um, it's just it's just uh, it does because it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, it could have many different names, but it is what it is, you right. know, and it's accumul it's an accumulation of mathematics at the end of the day. Well, no and you see that is, you yeah. see that symbol, Ron, you saw that with Taylor Hawkins, right? Because that's with mm-hmm. in Grohl's uh, symbolism. I, I saw it with uh, James Maynard Keenan also from Tool. He had he had that symbol. So that's that's one of those symbols that I, I had never seen before. The Thalema symbol. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Maynard James Keenan had it. I thought I would assume Danny Carey from Tool would have it, but Maynard has it. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Damn it. Another one. Yeah, I just it was holding yeah. on for no reason. They're all celebrities. What the fuck am I thinking? Yeah, but it's it's I don't I think it's like- it's not good versus evil, though. Again, you know, so I, I don't no. think we need to like throw away our they're telling us things not just bad stuff. Like, I don't know. That's a deeper thing. That's another story altogether. Like, because sometimes good versus evil, like, okay, like, you know, playing devil's advocate, you, you look at the Georgia Guidestones. If there's only, you know, just speak. Yeah. It's, it's terrible the way it's going about, but then you think about it. Yeah. Maybe the the world could be a little better that way. It'd be a little better, you know, situated, be a little bit more natural to the course. But the course to get it is fucked up and that's utilitarianism. They're, and it's artificial. It's, yeah, it's it's so in their mind, they're doing this for the right reasons. And who can really deny them? Because in their in their end, you know, it is kind of a positive thing they're reaching for, uh, you know, with purpose. Um, so that shows how, like, you know, you, you know, you can manipulate the system, you know, and how, and how they're kind of doing it. Like, well, and so, that's their goal. Right, Ron, is to play yeah. God. Right. That's play their God. whole point yeah. of this. And that's why. When you bring science into the equation, that's, you know, that's their MO. That's their wheelhouse where they can play the most sorcery. And what's what's pretty scary is as above, so below, right? So on an individual level, the things holding you down, you are supposed to transmute and get rid of and move forward and be your best self. And sure, when humanity is at its best, it doesn't have to worry about getting killed or robbed or this or that all the time. So, yes, when you're up above all that and you're going to try to hopefully raise a a whole human race around that, that mentality of of no one's going to be without because they're going to all come from from this tier and everything. eh, It's creepy how it kind of once again mimics or mocks what a natural process would be of shedding your old behavior when it's ready for the right reasons. So it's weird. I think we've just been led astray so viciously. Like why would they get, why would they let us get to the point where we need to be exterminated? Why do they need so many of or Okay. never mind. I just answered my own question. Well, dude, I was, <laughs> we, looking... we needed this many workers to get them to their technological goals. Perhaps. Point, I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I was looking at something here. Sorry to jump in like that, but no, go ahead. So, how do you spell Grohl's last name? Is it G R O L L? No, G R O H L. Oh shit! Okay, damn it. Because it, it, Gematria. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on Gematrix.org, and dude, Thelema is the same as Grohl with like the way I spelled it. 
but that's okay because you know what phonetics plays a big sounds. part in all yes. this. Mm-hmm. Sounds, sounds resonate yeah. sounds resonate regardless if we organize them in different languages and shit sure that's what i'm learning with okay. box saga the most precious thing about that shit is the language and the Ohm. linguistics that are coming out of that man because it's well, all so about you the have... sounds exactly oh yes and, and also like with uh music and stuff like that imagine like being like a tough guy like you're oh you're all pumped up like ready to go into a cage fight or something like that right but you're listening to like baby pop music or something like that <laughs> you know like that doesn't you don't vibe with the nature you need to go into so that's why like for me, if I'm going to work out and I'm going to do physical, uh, primal things, I want low vibrations, you know, yes, but if, yes. if I'm, if I'm happy, I'm cheery. Hey, I want to have a good time. I'm high vibration. You know, I want the, yeah. I want the good, good feeling music, you know, I, I, I always wondered that, body. Ron, I always wondered how some people can listen to the same music all the time. Because I'm like you, I, I need that change. And, and and people are like, well, how do you listen? Those two things don't match up. I'm like, well, <laughs> it's whatever you want to vibe with, you know, right at the here. moment. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's actually goes with the magic. That's actually um, I think I looked up it was like a it's on YouTube, like Rosicrucians and stuff like that. They use like different sounds or whatever, you know, like a little it was like a some on YouTube tones. about spells. Yeah. yeah, tones to get them to certain tran- trance of for whatever vibration or frequency they want to you know work with well and that goes back to cymatics too right where the different frequencies have different impacts on the water and and you know think about how much of our body percentage is made up of water and how much frequencies our body is absorbing and and what types of frequencies we're taking in especially now with all the bluetooth and wi-fi and all that stuff you know your body could be under constant attack and you don't even understand you don't even know it yeah they're trying to keep us on a on specific frequencies that they want at all times because maybe that's how they have the most hold on us through colors as well yep colors yeah big time well and we've talked about it uh, a couple shows ago because of daylight savings time but that's another way they mess with you you know twice a year they throw off and not not ryan because their state's actually smart and doesn't participate but right. well we got i got fucked up worse than everybody dude on the one when when i showed up an hour late oh yeah you, yeah <laughs> that's what that, that can work against you for sure <laughs> yeah especially when you're trying to hang out with other people in other areas yeah so i spelled this dude's name correctly here and um there's some interesting ones that pop up the big lie pops up um archangel fallen angel Wow. Um, this is under Grohl, the, the proper spelling. Um, and that's in Jewish Gematria. Um, Abel Danger, which Abel is kind of uh, interesting because of like the Abaddon thing. Um, and Maybe. then Kraken. Um, yeah, dude. So, I mean, dude, I love this site, like just looking through here. And it's kind of cool that they just give you some of the weird ones. But damn, dude, I thought we had Thelema right in there with this one that's we're so close but the big I, lie is intense an archangel well accident is one too I, right and i mean well, his buddy his lead singer had an accident when he shot himself yeah. supposedly so i mean it's just it's yeah dude yeah the big lie is the first thing that pops up under jewish simple gematria here so um i have funny like little archangel story it's funny that was brought up because uh uh, I just did a show with uh nico whitney fox ghost and uh, lehman you know yeah, I yeah. Saw and that. and awesome uh, we were time. bringing about the uh, Q and and um, uh, 
I like I remember like what kind of got me into Q. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Yeah. Like uh, um, he posted like a video, you know, he used to post like videos, music videos. And there's this one music video where it had like an arc, archangel. Um, and the, the image of the angel guy on the screen, uh, it, look, it looked like, uh, you know, resembled me. And I, I remember watching this video, like when I had my spiritual awakening. And then a few years later, Q posts this video, right? So I'm like, well, that's crazy. And I click on it. I'm watching it. And I'm like, what, what like archangel, like in my head, I'm like, what archangel is he like? talking about here right and i go outside i smoke a cigarette and i look a little cue update again it says justice and i was like oh shit so i look it up man and the archangel uh of justice is uh raguel and what he he does is he keeps like fallen angels and shit in check when they step out of line wow. so it's maybe maybe shit goes down like spawn dude what's <laughs> like, his name <laughs> raguel uh, R-A-G-I-E-L, I believe. Ragiel. I'll look him up right now in my uh, little demon book, dude. That's well, he's an Ragiel. angel. Angel yeah, of justice, you know. But there's really but no so, difference. Like you think about Spawn, like uh, y'all were ever into Spawn? I like the movie. <laughs> like that whole concept, like the, the you know, the, the or even uh, Constantine, you know, like how sometimes like the, uh, and, you know, it's like, it, it just goes back into that, like how, like a lot of, like that's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world. Um, uh, like I, I remember watched some uh, Navy SEAL movie. I can't remember what it was called. It had that Michael B. Jordan guy in it, but it ended up being like some the Secretary of Defense creating reasons for America to go to war because when we're at at war, we're our best, right? When that, that machine is is rolling, you know, we're mm-hmm. kicking ass and stuff like that you know and and it's kind of like they're you know it's that twisted ideology that keep that allows people to get as far as they have i feel like that's that's where that's where things have gotten to this point is because a lot of these people think they're doing it for the right reasons mm. yeah it's funny on the uh, just maybe think of the idea from um this the old vinamonan mythologies from the north military system like they break it down on a phonetic level and back to the box saga's root language the military was their procreative uh process that's a word that was used to or at least in root language these sounds made up what this process of creating more people was whereas we always talk about inversion in this community and it's literally been inverted to a process of killing other people. Instead, it's literally doing the opposite of what apparently this, the structure of this sound, this military with what the words go back to actually really meant to begin with. So it seems like the trickery has been going on it, or at least some, like I said, someone knows from that point from before language so i think the tower of babel has something to do with all of our amnesia about history well and you think about it just phonetically babel right i mean right what do we consider that word mean yeah you're rambling means nothing anymore yeah i'm so i'm so and ryan i'm going to use your word i'm so fascinated by the whole language um and and never really put two and two together 
about how they use language as a weapon and they've used it as a tool over time to not only hide information, to disguise things, to disorient peoples and, and erase peoples. Right. Um, and then, and then use it as a tool against us. You know, like you, you look at the, the, I, I love the book word magic by uh, Pao Chang. Mm. And it just basically goes through how our whole system is built upon word magic and it's, it's all the maritime law and all that and how it's it's all if you know how to play the game you're you can do okay but 95 percent of the people don't even know they're playing the game exactly yeah man, and, and so it gives people, um the ability to like double talk and lie without lying yeah you know like live <laughs> and so uh maybe there should be a system where where things are so direct you know, maybe, maybe, yeah, that, that's the hard part because, it, you know, that's the hard part because you don't want it to be so direct because then that's when you start getting these uh, Catholic churches and stuff. Right. I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to hate on the Catholic church so much. Fuck the Catholic maybe, church. I, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> and all these, you know, we don't need more of those, you know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> there, it's hard to, it's hard to, to be so direct with things, you know, you have to be direct, but then you need some lenience because well, then you so get into the emoji situation. society, right, Ron? Yeah. If you get too direct, then, then you're going society. the idiocracy route. Yeah. Interesting. But, uh, idiocracy. Dude. Yeah. That's a very powerful movie. I want to watch that again. Cause it's been a long time and I bet there's way more in there. Oh, I just, oh. Andy, I just watched it. Like I think a week or two ago. Yeah. Right? Oh my, it blows your mind because you're like, that's now, you know, oh, it's, Jesus. it's a, it's a little exaggeration of what goes on now, but that's definitely our amnesia. They're talking about big time. That amnesia is everywhere in that movie where we still use things and do things the way that we remember, but they're just, they've dissipated. They've just, they're not what they were. They're uh, an image or a reflection of what they used to be. Yeah. Between like, Welcome that and to like, Costco. I yeah. love you. <laughs> and like the, the digression of, or the degradation of uh, what it was like. Fuddruckers turns into butt fuckers. Eventually. Like you could even watch that, but that movie wouldn't be on TV and it'd be canceled. Yep. <laughs> well, you get into like a demolition man. That's another one where yes. they've gotten to a point where they've said, okay, we're going to, we're going to write off the past. And now we're going to, we're living our high civil life. And it actually almost seems like they're living backwards, you know, and that's where we get into the I, I have a lot of issue with, you know, the way people look at the way we live today. And they think we, you know, live the most advanced society ever. And I, I tend to disagree that I think there have definitely been more advanced societies along the way that have eventually been wiped out. Um, and that where um, go ahead, Ron. Have you all heard of uh, Dorothy? Is that? um it's it's this like uh she's she's one of the most uh she has uh some of the most uh paranormal footage or something like that she uh um she's this old lady from back in the day and she just actually passed away like a year or two ago and she there's a document her documentary is called uh, capturing the light but basically she got a camera right as like a hobby and um she just went outside and started filming the sky and shit like that and um started capturing like light and things like that and some sometimes the light would look like aliens and, and shit right so um she uh all the p 
people from around the world that came and tested out her cameras, doc, you know, scientists and doctors, or, you know, they, they checked her mind to see if she was okay and stuff like that. And, um, uh, her camera was real, you know, none of the pictures were fake. You can fake those pictures nowadays, but during her time, you couldn't fake it and stuff like that. And what these light beings were telling her, uh, was that, um, they were like us, you know, always fighting for power and stuff like that. But they actually realize that it's better to work as a collective whole. So that way there's no power bigger than your coalition, essentially, right? Of, of you know, people. And uh, so it kind of turns out like Star Trek. <laughs> Basically, well, like the Great like, Reset. Yeah. But, um, but her, but like this lady, like, uh, like look, um, she, she, she didn't gain anything from it. Right. She didn't even, none of the pop, she almost stopped because she was a, a Catholic. So we're going to look, you know, talk good about a Catholic. I guess that's probably why I'm bringing this up, <laughs> but she was a Catholic lady and she was real devote to it. And she was, she heard about that passage in the Bible where it said, uh, Lucifer will disguise himself as angels of light. And so will his uh, disciples and stuff like that. So she's like, damn, are these light beings like tricking me and, doing all this shit you know so she uh um she goes upstairs to get all of her footage and destroy it but her daughter or her granddaughter stops her and says no grandma if nobody else believes you i do uh, she, so she was like that a hitter and she's like you know what's the key to saving the world childlike innocence mm-hmm. and that's what they're attacking the most right now they're going straight for the childhood innocence and they're trying to stop it as early as possible and it, and it makes you wonder, though, with these light beings, because that uh, Israeli uh, general, you know, Space Force general or whatever, uh, that said that, um, you know, there's the Intergalactic Light Federation or something like that. Y'all know about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, He's the one that, made, that, that confirmed the disclosure, right? Yeah. And that's I, I, I so I like um, I definitely uh, recommend people looking up Dorothy is that. There's not much to find about her, but she's yeah, like she's been on a couple documentaries. Shit's crazy. <laughs> but you know, it, it goes in with that, right? Like with the Tartaria and all these old world civilizations. The reason why they were probably advancing it, they probably just dipped out. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, is it's the ego, right? It how our system is. It's driven to be better than each other. But if we were driven to work as a team, right, like, you know, and, and, and together try to rise up, we would evolve. We would all this shit, you know what I mean? There wouldn't be crime and stuff like that. It's, it's what gets in the way is, is, is ego in the end. But even in, that's probably what messed them up in those things is probably like Jedi type shit, right? Like how kind of like an Anakin Skywalker, you know, going rogue on the, you know, so. Well, there's also that like path that's just like things are the way they are and it doesn't matter how much progress is made. We've found the best, uh, you know, the the best organization of culture in like little groups here that, you know, I don't know. It's it doesn't really matter how far out we go necessarily if there is a way to consciously be more intelligent on this planet alone. I think if we're modeling things from before, from back in the past, they, their perfect models were to sustain humanity with the earth forever. And they're, I don't think 
those kinds of those kinds of cultures were ever going to be leaving. You know what I mean? Because and that's more about what I was saying about like that natural path versus that artificial path. You know, it feels like that divergence a little bit for sure with like sounds like the great reset is what that those light beings were telling her, you know, where the Lucifer or Satan or whatever wants to recreate the real unity that exists, whether we, whether he likes it or not, but he's trying to steal it away and create it here in this fake place because it's all about our intention, right? It's all about how we feel about things, what we allow. And if we're all co-creating this together, then he has successful it, whatever the negative, maybe the negativity has successfully trapped us here or something like that. But that's a really negative way to look at it. Maybe you can rescue us from that, that dip down. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's always hard to tell like what's going on. Like even with that, like um, if everyone's working together, it's, it's just so hard to really structure it, you know, how to fig- figure it out. Like, right. Um, that's why everything kind of comes up to a stump. So um, with me, that's why I kind of, you know, I guess I feel like there's something with the, with the numbers, you know, uh, because um just like the it's it's basically explaining the universe so if you if you look there it's it's uh you know of course people can come up with oh i'm seeing numbers everywhere and you know making this number this is my lucky number 23 you know Mm -hmm. what it means to them and and stuff like that but um just watching the stories it tells you like seeing the patterns and stuff like that i feel i feel like um that's the only real truth because at the end of the day everything is mathematics even in your dream world no matter what it's 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 under the laws of mathematics no matter how wild and crazy it gets right and um so i feel like maybe that's what it is maybe they got us sleepwalking like we think like even us who are woke woke you know what i mean (laughs) like maybe there's something that they're doing like to get us to that uh, next level of a, a awakening where we have like, like you know, uh, abilities and stuff. I really do believe that. I really do believe human beings are meant to have like supernatural abilities. All of us. Well, I think that's, that's just the natural law of things. Yeah. When, I mean, I, you can, t- Andy, I was talking to Emmanuel and he was telling me how he, in meditations, he's popped light bulbs in his house. He's broken sticks outside. Um, just dude, in when I talked with him, man, he put out two of my light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, me and him were talking. I think it's again, it's that uh, that natural ability that has been repressed for so long. And I think back then versus now is so different that, like, if we were to bring it back, uh, it happens so gra- everything happens so gradually, right? Like we're about to collide with Andromeda. And we're not going to feel it. We're going to slowly feel changes. And eventually someone's not even going to recognize this place anymore, but it's going to be, you know, the same thing happens on our scale too. So I don't, I don't know. It, it's, I think I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> but like with the supernatural abilities. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, the so why I think, oh, sorry. Well, real quick, just let me. So I think if we were to, to bring it all back the way it was supposed to be, it wouldn't feel supernatural anymore. It wouldn't be, we wouldn't, we would understand it differently. Like the magic being turned around. It's like, oh, it wasn't magic. There wasn't like sparkles and lightning or anything coming out of my, my hands. It was, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like 
for that's someone the who's, trick they yeah. use because they want to keep us in that material. Expect these results. If you're not getting this, then it's not real magic. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for me, like it kind of goes in with like uh, if you're for someone who's a ex smoker, like I couldn't imagine a world without me smoking a cigarette after I eat some food, you know, or waking up. I had to I have to have that cigarette. You know, it's like it doesn't that reality doesn't seem real to me until I quit smoking cigarettes. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I guess you don't really need that shit. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. 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 So it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, like like you're saying, like you'll you think it's not you'll you're, you're seeing realities that you can't think are possible but then it happens and you're just like oh okay i just deal with it like you know with yeah, my story it comes down and, to your emotions right because it's like yeah. it's however you feel who who's the you that you bring with you into that that change of smoking versus not smoking you know it goes back if you're, to if, ego. yeah if you're going there going when i get there i'm gonna feel like this it's the yeah. same it's like the celebrity going don't get famous man it's not what you think it's lonely at the top it's the same thing you know it's just on a much grander scale in that situation then you end up punching comedians on stage it's embarrassing yeah like you know, the key i was gonna say me, you like, know it, oh. there's something really sad you know to your point about like you know everyone has this greater power there's something so sad about seeing an older man as like a janitor somewhere, you know what I mean? Like just, just, you know, maybe he's retired or whatever, um, or maybe he just never developed any other skills. And, and it's just like a, a human being that's, you know, highly evolved. Right. But for some reason they haven't been able to use any like real world skills to, to get like a high paying job and they're fucking sweeping up messes, you know what I mean? Or, or cleaning. And maybe they want to do that. But I listen to um like a you know like a, this podcast about two lamb. He's like a, I don't know if you know who he is. He was that dude that was like a you know Green Bray guy that was in Call of Duty. But he was talking yeah. about he was in like a you know this place like doing a you know survival jungle survival training, and there was this this family and their house was getting destroyed by like termites. You know they're just living out there in the jungle, yeah. And they were like willingly like happily hey can we help you do anything like run it up and stuff like that and he said he saw them when they run over and they would hug each other and hold each other and stuff like that he's like i don't see love like that anywhere else in the world these people don't have shit <laughs> yeah well, so it's like and that's a different culture that's what i'm saying there's something so fucked up about that in in maybe it is just unique to the united states or the west um but dude i feel bad for someone that you know if if this ability to you know whether we want to call them superpowers right now or whatever. Um, if we all have that ability naturally and it's just been taken away from us, it, it that would kind of confirm that idea of how satanic and how evil it is just to make some dude have to clean up messes just to be able to put food on his table. You know what I mean? There's something dark about that, dude. Well, check it out. I think it's also liberalism versus conservatism at some level, like where the the keeping things again, back to that very, the life is this as simple as humanly possible on one end of the spectrum. And on the other saying, but look at all of this amazing advancement and evolution that the mind and consciousness can go through, through all these amazing advancements we're making over here that all these simple cultures are missing out on. It's fair to, 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 to notice both ends of that spectrum. You know what I mean? Because it is sometimes considered East and West. I think it's more, aboriginal cultures original cultures versus anyone that's been touched by colonialism or anything like that you know it's it, we've been swept mm. up by that uh that 
drive, I guess. It really is weird because a lot of times we in this community especially love to look back at some sort of archaic revival in one way or the other. Like it used to be simpler and more direct and everything was simple and to the point and we were at peace, blah, blah, blah. And that's quite the opposite of a lot of the things that we love about how amazing and complex everything gets, right? So it's weird how it's, again, we're back to those two forces, whether they manifest in this reality as, as a divide and conquer mechanism, or if it's on a natural level, it's these two forces. One is expanding outward and one of them wants to just keep things the same for better or worse on both sides, it seems, because both, both has their faults completely and both have good points about them, you know? It's that yeah, spectrum. Yeah. It's probably why, like, uh, you know, tech companies do their, uh, you know, camping retreats and shit for team building exercises, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, you know, More you guys natural. are looking at, yeah, you're looking at screens all day. Get out here and let's fucking uh, roll around in the dirt or whatever. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, they're in cabins and shit. They're not pitching tents or anything, but still, it's a, it's better than nothing. But I mean, you know, yeah, there's something to be said about just like getting, getting to nature. There's a balance, clearly, right? I mean, like, you yeah, gotta man, be outside. You gotta get some some of your natural vitamins and minerals and shit. And then you know, there is some fun about fucking around with technology for sure. So there's got to be a balance, I'm sure. Have any of you guys seen the movie I Heart Huckabees? Mm-mm. It's yeah. kind of an obscure film, but it's with Jude Law and uh, Dustin Hoffman, a bunch of big actors. And I'll just give a quick thing because it relates to what we're talking about. This divide and conquer kind of thing these two forces right um it's about these lost people that go to these existential detectives for help it's just very fantastical world and these existential detectives come in and uproot his whole life and show them all how everything's oneness and everything's beautiful and blah 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 all that kind of mentality and he's trying to learn all the lessons and meditate and they have their own symbolism in the movie for all these real life exercises. And then all of a sudden this other woman comes in this European woman who's all gloom and doom. Nothing's connected. Everything is death. Do whatever you want. Nothing matters. And suddenly they're like, wait a minute. No, she, but what she's feeling, this pain I'm feeling that she showed me is real. So it's more real than this fantasy land that you guys have having me believe in. So they run off to follow this woman's truth. And then eventually her truth falls apart for them. It's too just too terrible and everything. And they see both of them all together. They're like, I see what this is. You all work together. You start off with you and then you go to you and then you come back around and see it's kind of a little bit of both, but neither one of you at the same time. Mm. And it's just a beautiful movie. And I think it didn't do well because a lot of people was like, what the fuck was this movie about? And it was also about like a corporation watching people's egos fall apart, working for this corporate. So like people had no clue why they were seeing some of their favorite actors in this just weird ass movie that made no sense, but it was very primal. It was very cool. like, I recommend it. Like, I feel like we need to, you know, choose, you know, we, we pack, right. That's, I mean, that's, that's just how it is. Right. We're, you know, we're, you know, the truth or community and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's the, you know, pedophile devil worshiper dudes. Right? <laughs> so I wouldn't like, know you guys if there wasn't someone pushing against me to make me have a voice in the darkness, you know? Yeah. But like, um, I feel like the message, I guess I'm th- I think it is like, we're not supposed to like choose like, 
people's sides to follow, we're supposed to realize we're the own kings of our reality. We choose what the fuck goes on, you know, yep. you know in our lives and our minds, and that's just the way it goes. Hey, my my beliefs align with your beliefs. Cool, we can pack up, you know. But it's kind of like, uh, you know, I I say what the fuck goes down, and uh, I feel like that's how we, you know, as a society, will will advance when we just let people be their their own bosses of their own lives. But but from there, that's when people will. See, the problem I feel is, is, is what happened is, you know, going back with the priest kings and stuff like that is they were like, you know, like uh, even to how uh, now there's the spread of knowledge and stuff like that. Right. Um, they want it where only a few people understand like the flow and then everybody else is just is just pawn bottom feeders, you know, like. Um, and that I don't know, I feel like that's just what they're going back to, the you know, like the royal times like the popes you only need you, you you know everybody else is just dumb you know and you were seeing it going down you know people are willingly like giving themselves away to the beast you know well yeah i'm watching ron i'm watching this show uh the great and i'm not sure if it's on showtime or netflix or or whatever it's on but it's about um uh who is it czar peter and Catherine from Russia in the late 1850s going into 1860s. And it's just like debauchery in the kingdom. And then there's the serfs and, and it's two different lifestyles. And, and in one of the recent episodes, they had a, like a small smallpox breakout. And so she goes to him and, and, and goes, well, what are we going to do about it? He goes, oh, we're just going to light him on fire. He goes, put him in a pile and light him on fire. And he's like, that's what we do with the serfs. And like, no, no, no. She wants to treat them on the equal with us nobles. And he's like, no, no, we can't do that. She's like, well, he wants to treat him with medicine. And, and that's when this is where the whole thing, then the priest comes in and he says, no, 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 no medicine, no science. And it's just, you start seeing all these different worlds collide. And, and that's where you start seeing all the manipulation between those three different things. There was, you know, you have the classes, you have science versus church, you have natural versus, uh, you know, pharmaceutical, and it all, it all wraps into one. And then you look at these kings, and they were so, you know, a lot of these kingdoms are just rancid with debauchery you know they, there's just these parties are like massive orgies there's just shootings happening all the time things like that for fun you know they'll shoot guys with crossbows and laugh and uh, just go take them off pull it out whatever and just crazy stuff that you know you wouldn't think of today but that's why what we were talking about before when empires die when it gets to a certain point it has to die you know it can only go so far to one it's that pendulum effect can only go so one one uh, so far one way before it has to start swinging back because it's just the natural order of things. Yeah, if things even remotely stay in a democratic whatever fashion as the country has gone, and we get another presidential race and everything like we've always seen, we're not getting another Democrat. We're getting the other side of the coin. But it's weird. I wonder if we can wake enough people up before then. Stop voting for this rat race. Well, when this do you realize fake it's a two? It, when do you, yeah? When do you just realize it's a double-headed coin? Like, so it is. How, how fake does it have to get? It's almost like, and I, I it's, they are showing it to us. They're showing and, us that, for whatever reason they want us to understand it's fake. 
So they want us yeah. uprising. Is that part of it? Or do they just know our efforts to uprise are futile? I don't Dude, know. There's this, I, th- I don't know. There's something about just throwing it in your face. Cause I don't think that it's going to change personally. I don't think that there's this big awakening. Um, no, just no, me never personally. A crescendo. I don't think there's a crescendo moment either. I think it's all gradual. We don't even notice these sure. changes for the most part. Well, I, I feel like if, if, um, if enough of the world, it's probably just like with uh, like elections going, it's probably like 50, 55, 40, 45 or whatever, whatever the difference would be, you know, like mm-hmm. it's probably just like a bit difference. If the majority of the world can just tip the scales towards like, you know, and that's the problem. Like we were going back to why, uh, you know, sex trafficking um, is, is around the way it is, because I, I mean, I'm just going to, you know, say, I mean, if we, if we cared about it as much as we cared about COVID, it'd be done already, you know, within a week, within a year, you know, it'd be over with if we actually went at it, like the, the way it's supposed to be went at. Um, but, you know, it's, it's people aren't willing to sacrifice just a little bit of their comfort for the greater good. And when, when, when like the majority of us are willing, like I, us, right. We, I'd say we definitely suffer, you know, a little bit for the greater good, you know, in some way we make, a, you know, a little bit of sacrifice, you know, to put ourselves out there and, you know, say shit like this, you know, for the greater good. Oh, yeah. And um, I feel like that's what it is when, when the majority of people um, tip that scale, I feel like stuff, stuff will start happening. Like aliens and stuff will start showing up, but like, <laughs> But that's when it gets tricky, right? Because then it's like, who's the good ones? Who's the good ones? And who's the bad ones? If you ask ghosts, you hate them all. <laughs> He'd even like hate the uh, good ones. Yeah. And then there's blue beam. They start, you know, fucking with us there. But um, I really do like, I don't know. I just have, I've always had that vibe. The alien shit is definitely around the corner. <laughs> well, dude, there's this great, great uh, line from Watchmen. I don't know if you guys seen the Watchmen movie, Zack yes. Snyder. And I forget the exact quote. I'm going to butcher it. But there's that guy, the comedian, right? And he's great. He's like my favorite fucking character in this whole thing, just because he's so cynical. It's like everything's bullshit. You guys are all idiots. Um, There's something going on right before he burns the map of the United States. And they're saying like something along the lines of, you know, we can change the world. You know what I mean? And, and, And then this dude comes in, the comedian, and he says, it takes a room full of morons to think that they're significant enough to change what's going on. You know what I mean? Everything's going to fucking happen the way that it's going to happen. And, and and like, I, I feel that really big in this, in the conspiracy world right now. And the, you know, the whole community, whether you're, you're trying to change the world for the better or whether you're just trying to entertain or whether you're just having fun learning about the shit. Um, <clears throat> dude, I think what's going to happen is going to fucking happen. You know what I mean? Um, just get comfortable. Just have fun. Yeah. yeah I that's, was going to s- yeah. I was just, just going to say fun. real quick that uh, the maybe the divide and conquer mechanism is absolutely necessary. And the reason why so many seemingly cool people out in the public eye suddenly become like it seems like they've been uh, assimilated into the, the Borg or whatever is because maybe maybe what's underneath it is like fucking reality falls apart if we don't keep these two sides going this yeah. cycle going you know maybe and i don't know we find that calm in meditation which is not one side or the other of the hemispheres it's like this calm in the middle where there's no thinking where we can reach that while 
being immersed in some kind of flow of currency, I guess. Maybe we just can turn it around slowly for the better. But I kind of dig what, what Ryan's saying because a lot of philosophers just look at cycles and they just show humanity goes from these you know, beautiful cycles right back into the bad ones because they all they all lead into one another. It's, again, it's yeah. the snake eating its own tail. Well, think about every movie. Let's keep or... having all the crazy arguments and podcasts that we have because yeah. we're part of the cycle. Yep. <laughs> every movie, every... Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. No, go ahead. My bad. Oh, I was just saying, every movie, every story that you like, there are two sides. There's a good guy, there's a bad guy. Now, maybe you agree with the bad guy a little more in a story, but there is no good story. There's no entertainment without two sides going at it. That's the whole fucking point. Well, yeah, that's kind of the I point like, of like, life. The closest you, know, you get to like truth spawn, is a double dude. agent, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, Spawn, he got like the devil's powers, but then he was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to be evil. But then he's like, nah, fuck that. I'm not going to be like good either. <laughs> yeah, great <laughs> like, movie, I'm just going to do my own shit. He reminds me of the character of Anki. Like if they portrayed Anki from Sumer in like a modern day cartoon or a movie, he's like, oh, like yeah. a Spawn character, but you know, it's just weird. That was just be, be our, we need to be our own Kings and Queens, you know, like yeah. just be our own ruler. Stop looking like, you know, to be ruled, you know, I guess that's kind of like the whole, like, uh, dominant, dominant, uh, submissive, you know, <laughs> some people just like to be, you know, the submissive and some people like to be dominated. You know? Some well, guys like to get it's, pegged. It's also yeah. interesting to note that, like, we often say that, like, you know, a long time ago, they used brutal force. Well, now they use cognitive force to enslave us. But it's almost like they feed into one another because eventually the cognitive force don't fucking work. Right. Mm -hmm. As we're saying, like, maybe it does spread out to enough people and it tips the scales. That's when the force comes back in the physical force. When they're like, ah, shit. Well, all right. We didn't want to do this, but and that goes I mean, not to your... be downtrodden about it, but. That goes into what you're saying about the military and stuff like that, how like it was actually meant as an accumulation of, of forces instead of, you know, killing people, you know, like, Which is, yeah, man, just made me think of that movie fucking 28 days later when you, the military presence, the ones that save the, the main characters are the ones that turn into the ones that are trying to repopulate the planet with the women of that survival group. It's yeah. Interesting. So yeah, they're like the heroes, but then you end up find out they're actually villains. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah, intense. Dude. Live long enough to become the villain, right? Yeah. It's what's the reality, but you know, that goes into that whole thing, utilitarianism and why a lot, of, a lot of this stuff is going down. It's hard. It's, you know, yeah, we can say that that's fucked up that they're wanting to reduce the population to 500 million, you know, cause if you look, if you read that shit, yeah, it's some fucked up shit they're saying to get there. When you really read it, it's not really that bad. <laughs> you know, it actually sounds pretty decent, you know, like a pretty decent world. Yeah, with no you know, like how'd you with no how'd you get there, it yeah. sounds awesome. It really does. So I admit that. That's, yeah. that's where that's where they get away with a lot of this stuff, you know. Like, and that's also why a lot of uh fucked up warlords and you know, like for example, the Clinton, the Clinton Foundation. You know, it's their evil, terrible people. But then they can say, oh, well, I've donated to charities and shit. <laughs> yeah. How can you and, say I'm fucked up, man? And if you're aware of the scales of reality and you're like, it's all just a flow of this and that. I mean, I'm not saying justifying their actions, but if I've given this much, yeah, it's all just this back and forth up around and around and around and around. But I think that's again, it goes back to some people from this unified group back in the beginning 
feels that way and another group doesn't. You know, I think there's a split in philosophy. One group feels like nothing matters and the other group feels like everything matters. You know, it's and, and that goes into the mathematics as well. Right. Because we have we have zero that 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 constant void, that dancing chaos, you know, and then and then everything uh, accumulating out, you know, like yeah, the, the 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 rows, you know, so it's this constant dance in um, like even with Ryan, we just have to make we have to make the most with the present moment because at the end of the day, that's the only thing that really fucking matters. You know what, what's going on at the current moment, you know? So, and all these metaphors are built into all of the movies about people dying and appreciating their last days and all. And we just suffer constantly and don't pay attention to that here and now, you know, that's, that's really what it is, is gratitude, you know, and that goes in, you know, into the, childlike innocence man like you know we need to we need to um you know just try to try to get back to that child i mean yeah we have to be mature and stuff like that right but everyone should even though you're an old person you need to have a childlike heart you know you need to you know have i don't feel like that you know i for me personally i'm not gonna let my my inner child die you know when i get giddy and i enjoy shit you know, and do stuff like that, you know, you, that, that's something that you, uh, you need to uh, have, have with you. And I feel like, like what Ryan was saying about the old guy being a janitor, right. Is he's not, he's not enjoying his childlike spirit, right. If he still had a childlike spirit in there, he wouldn't be miserable doing his job and he'd probably be listen to his radio and skip, you know, He'd be shitting on the floor. Cleaning it up himself. Yeah. yeah. It's like saying, fuck it. You know, well, yeah. that's like stepbrothers, Ron, you know, when he, yeah. when he, when the dad says to him, ne- never lose your inner dinosaur. Right. And you then, got, oh, you got yeah, yeah. to always your dinosaur. keep that inner dinosaur, man. And, and, and it's like, it's true because you meet a lot of people that are, you know, I meet a lot of people that are grownups and, and man, they are douchebags for the most part because <laughs> you can't relate to them. They have no child left in them. They are just yeah. a, a program totally out of it. So the, the fun aspect to them is totally I can't relate to it anymore. Yeah. When we're talking Dude, about ancient yeah. history and someone gets mad about it. Yeah. Like that's autom- like something that's literally not affecting you at all or the fucking moon landing and shit like that, whatever. <laughs> something that's like, I get it with politics and religion, like current politics and stuff. And yeah, maybe if you're there, you know, they nestle up to a party, then historical politics stuff might get them. But you're talking ancient, <laughs> his- ancient history and shit, man. People get upset about that. That's all about just losing their childhood innocence. They yeah. can't ponder anymore. They can't suspend their disbelief to even ponder. Dude, Andy, that's so funny that you say that because I was arguing with one of my cousins at a Christmas party about the vaccines. Oh, and after she started crying, her husband came up to me and he was saying, so you don't believe like we were talking back and forth a little bit. Yeah. Very friendly. And he's like, so you you probably think like the moon landings rigged too. And I was like, well, there's some interesting things there. And he's like, all right, I'm done. And he just walks away, dude. Yeah, and it's, and, one and of the it's other. like, I know. And it's like, dude, like, you know, you brought up that conversation. You brought up that topic and then you get upset about it. <laughs> and it's like and, and like his logic and he's a good guy. I'm not talking shit, but he's like, you know, he, his logic is, well, I got to work. I got kids. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude. That's a boring fucking life. It's a boring fucking life. <laughs> if you're just saying all the time that you're excused to not have fun conversations, 
Yeah. Is that a, yeah, I got kids. You know what got I mean? No like, time. Got no time. Yeah, but, dude. But that same motherfucker will sit down on a Sunday and watch six hours of NFL football. Probably. Yeah. You know, and dude, that, that's one thing too. Like, you know, and, and I give my dad a lot of credit. He always says he doesn't have time for blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. And now he's golfing, dude. And he's doing something that he legitimately enjoys. He just dropped like four fucking thousand on some custom golf clubs. So he's going out there and he's having fun doing something. He's found his inner kid going out there and fucking around doing something fun. Yep. Yeah, he's not big into like the moon landing and shit like that, but it's, he's into something and, and it's making it so that he's not just sitting there worrying about a paycheck. You know what I mean? And and I'll say right now, I am very worried about a paycheck all the time. I want to make money. But, uh, dude, you know, there there's a lot of shit that you can do in the meantime. You know what I mean? You can't take your money with you, but you can take some knowledge with you. Maybe hopefully if we go to some other realm, right, you know, have some fucking fun, dude. And it's also your, this, uh, your dad in that oh. state is going to like be so much more willing to maybe have some weirder conversations than before, because he's going to be in a less fight or flight. No, don't have time for anything kind of mode of his personality. Maybe who knows? I oh, know dude. what happened to my dad for sure. Cause even he was like, Hey, uh, I watched that Snowden movie. Maybe something is going on. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then he let go of it, but still, you know, it's, it's a little to crumb, start. A little crumb well, there. Yeah. I mean, dude, my dad is is different than a lot of people. I mean, he's kind of like an older brother to me, too. Like, and he always was. Like anything that I was interested in, he he takes interest in, which I'm so lucky to have. That's that. cool. And That's so cool, he'll dude. he'll yeah, th- I mean, dude, I appreciate it so much, man. Like it, like he'll talk about. He'll entertain my bullshit about anything. You know what I mean? I'll sit there and I'll be talking about like, dad, I just found out about this shit. And, you know, the B- <laughs> like I remember when I was telling him about BCCI, the bank fraud. And, you know, George Bush was kind of put in, in office to be the one that was president when this whole thing broke. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, holy shit, that's great. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, shouldn't she be trying to make more money at like your, your fucking day job? You're making shit money right now. You know what I mean? Like, instead of being like that, he's like, wow, that's wild. You know what I mean? So yeah, dude, um, there, there is a balance just to get back to the point of like what our conversation was, dude, for sure. It's crazy, but find your inner child. That's the name of the episode, Matt. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. All right. On that note, I think, Oh, I didn't even realize we've been going quite a while now. Let's yeah, go around man, the horn. Uh, yeah, this has been great. As always, I love Mondays, man. It's my favorite night of the week because I get to just talk with a bunch of friends every Monday and it always goes different directions and you never know where it's going. And but in the end, it always comes back to something good. And uh, so thank you, guys, as as always. Thank you. So, uh, Ron, we and. I didn't even introduce you before because you came in late, Ron. I love that. Go ahead, introduce yourself, brother. Uh, I'm uh, Ron uh, from the Imaginary and the Thought, and uh, I'm uh, on tw- you know Twitter, Instagram, and stuff like that. And uh, the podcast is me and like two childhood friends, and we kind of like uh, it's kind of like that '70s show, and they kind of just like sit around a table and <laughs> discuss a topic. You know, that's basic, basically what we're doing here. <laughs> you know but uh yeah that same vibe and um but uh yeah that's me <laughs> so i like it go ahead andy 
yeah, you can find me at the deep share. I'm doing all kinds of stuff over there. And yeah, I'm on Instagram and YouTube and Twitter and all that. And I'm just spouting off and saying crazy shit. So come take a look if you don't already. And Ron, it was really good meeting you finally face to face. We got to do a show together for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. You guys know where to find me. Uh, Most importantly, thoughts and prayers with Chris Rock. Uh, Matt, what about you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Same as Ryan. You can find all my stuff. Great Deception Podcast. Check it out. Guys, thanks again. Everyone have a good night. Stay strong and question everything.